You're listening to the Quince podcast. Pay a fine of 1 rupee by 15 September or don't and then face 3 months in jail along with a 3 year ban from practicing. That was the Supreme Court's punishment for Prashant Bhushan in the Suo Motor contempt case against him. At a press conference, the lawyer activist announced that he proposed to submit to the order as he would to any other lawful punishment and respectfully pay the fine. He also said that he always believed the Supreme Court is the quote-unquote last bastion of hope for the weak and the oppressed and that he never intended to hurt the judiciary but wanted to express his anguish on a deviation from its record. I had already said in my first statement to the court and I quote I am here to cheerfully submit to any penalty that can be lawfully imposed upon me for what the court has determined to be an offence and what I consider to be the highest duty of a citizen therefore while i reserve my right to seek a review of the conviction and sentencing by way of an appropriate legal remedy i propose to submit myself to this order and will respectfully pay the fine as i would have submitted to any other lawful punishment I have always had the greatest respect for the institution of the Supreme Court. I have always believed it to be the last bastion of hope, particularly for the weak and oppressed. While some hail it as a watershed moment for the freedom of speech, others believe that accepting the fine is an admission of guilt. How should we view the quantum of punishment? What message does this finally send? Is it a victory for Bhushan or is it a vindication of his guilt? You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Shorbury. Just to recap a little on this case, the bench comprising Justices Arun Mishra, B. R. Gavai, and Krishna Murari had held Prashant Bhushan guilty on 14th August, as you know, over his tweets criticizing CGI SA Bobde and the role of the last four CGIs in the destruction of democracy. The bench had also given Bhushan some time to quote unquote submit an unconditional apology if he so desires. But in two statements to the court, he clearly conveyed his refusal to apologize, maintaining that the tweets were his bona fide opinion and that he'd accept any punishment but not seek mercy. And all this was taken into consideration by the Supreme Court in its order. The fact that he didn't express regret and the fact that he publicized his statements in media before they were considered by the bench while the judges held that all this brought down the dignity of the court they also said that the quote unquote sane advice given by the attorney general kk venugopal was also taken into account while venugopal had made headlines by batting for bhushan and asking the court to let him off with a warning instead of a punishment he had also suggested that bhushan should withdraw the allegations made by him in his detailed reply affidavit to the charge of contempt And after all these deliberations the Supreme Court said that if it doesn't take cognizance of Bhushan's conduct then it'll be sending a wrong message to lawyers and litigants however they said and i'm quoting a line from the order quote 
By showing magnanimity instead of imposing any severe punishment, we're sentencing the contemnor with a nominal fee of one rupee. End quote. Thanking his supporters, Bhushan said that the issue wasn't about him versus the Supreme Court or him versus the judges, but the fact that if the court gets weakened, it weakens the republic as well. The issue was never about me versus the Supreme Court, much less me versus any honourable judges. When the Supreme Court of India wins, every Indian wins. Every Indian wants a strong and independent judiciary. Obviously, if the courts get get weakened, it weakens the republic and harms every citizen. I am extremely grateful and humbled by the solidarity and support expressed by countless persons, former judges, lawyers, activists, and fellow citizens who encouraged me to remain firm and true to my beliefs and conscience. They strengthen my hope that this trial may draw the country's attention to the cause of freedom of speech and judicial accountability and reform. What is very heartening is that this case has become a watershed moment for freedom of speech and seems to have encouraged many people to stand up and speak out against the injustices in our society. I would be failing in my... But is it a victory or defeat for Bhushan? Well, that depends on who you ask. Amit Malviya, who's in charge of BJP's IT self-instance, tweeted, and I'm quoting his tweet here, quote, Smart of Supreme Court to impose a one rupee fine on Prashant Bhushan, failing which he would be barred from practicing for three years and face jail term of three months. Either way, Bhushan loses. End quote. But those who argue that Bhushan's tweets don't amount to contempt are perceiving this punishment as a victory. The fact that the Supreme Court, despite holding Bhushan guilty, has fined him only with a nominal fee of one rupee instead of exacerbating the matter. In a web conference held on 31st August, Swaraj Party leader Yogendra Yadav said that it's proof of the fact that when people decided to speak out, they couldn't be muffled anymore. Technically, of course, the guilt stand. Technically, this is the truth of the Prashant Bhushan guilty. को माना गया है कि उन्होंने गलत काम किया तो उनको दोषी माना गया है वो दोष खत्म नहीं हुआ है चाहे एक रुपया हो चाहे अनफॉर्चूनेटली प्रशांत भूषण इज स्टिल टेक्निकली हेल्ड गिल्टी ऑफ कंटेंप्ट द 1 रुपी फाइन इन एनी वे डजंट एलिमिनेट दैट पार्ट ऑफ द ऑर्डर प्रशांत भूषण ऑन हिज पार्ट हैड सेड इट बिफोर दैट ही विल सीक अ रिव्यू ऑन द वर्डिक्ट एंड द रिजेक्शन ऑफ ट्रूथ एज डिफेंस फॉर कंटेंप्ट सो दीस लीगल एंड प्रिंसिपल बैटल्स आर स्टिल ऑनगोइंग but this safely puts to rest the suspicion that many held that prashant bhushan would be given such an exemplary punishment that it would set an example for others we can say this with delight that when people decide to finally speak out they couldn't be gagged anymore jisse desh mein baaki sab logon ka muh band ho jaye wo to nahi hua jab logon ne zuban kholi to fir Mr. Yadav also said that it brought about an extraordinary solidarity amongst citizens. You know, what everyone was saying, what we have witnessed in the last one month is an extraordinary solidarity. Uh, 
lawyers, former judges, some of the most respected voices in the legal profession in this country, jurists, young students uh, who wrote yesterday, uh, bar associations, uh, ordinary citizens, writers, intellectuals, poets, cartoonists, uh, artists, everyone came out in one voice. And somehow that voice seems to have been Uh, Senior advocate of the Supreme Court, Sanjay Hegde suggested that victory for Mr. Bhushan or not, this case definitely is a defeat for the court's authority. He said that he believes that neither of the two tweets in concern were in contempt, that they were merely outspoken, if anything at all, and that the court would now have to do a lot more to reinforce the high esteem that it stands for amongst Indians. Uh, How Prashant Bhushan uh, approached his contempt or his... Uh, this particular contempt case would obviously differ from how somebody else approaches uh, uh, the case uh, if there is a notice of contempt. As to whether victory or uh, uh, defeat for individuals, I do, I do not want to comment, but I do think that this sorry episode has been a defeat for the, the court's authority as a whole. I am firmly of the belief that uh, both those tweets complained of were not contemptuous. They come within the ambit of uh, maybe uh, outspoken comment from a member of the bar. You may you, you may you may think that it is not unwarranted or that it is unfair criticism, but it certainly is not contempt which uh, denudes the court of its authority. And the court trying to restore that authority with this long judgment and this uh, punishment has not added to its stature. The court will have to now really do a lot more to reinforce the high esteem in which it is naturally held by the citizens of India who trust it as the interpreter of the constitution. There is a Now, coming to the details of the judgment, as we've said, Bhushan was given time till 15 September to pay up his fine, failing to do which would result in a three-month imprisonment and disbarment from practicing for three years. This despite the bench having said on 20th August that no punishment would be acted upon until a decision was taken on Bhushan's review petition. Now, although Mr. Bhushan has agreed to pay the sum, why is this an important detail in the judgment? The Quint's legal editor, Vakasha Sachdev, breaks down the order. It's interesting that, you know, they they went for this particular form of uh, the way they passed the sentence because they've told Bhushan to pay the fine by 15 September. Now, if he doesn't do that, then obviously uh, the enhanced penalties of imprisonment and disbarment will come into play. Now, why this is important is because, as we pointed out, he has 30 days from 14th August to file his review petition, after which it would be decided. So, obviously, the court has now changed its mind about his sentence being activated only after his review is decided. This uh, decision also seems to go, the the, the sentence also goes against uh, the advice of Attorney General K.K. Venugopal, who, interestingly, during the sentencing hearings, along with Bhushan's lawyers, who obviously arguing for him not to be given a sentence, uh, Attorney General K.K. Venugopal argued that Bhushan should not be punished. 
he said that the court should exercise statesmanship and not uh, give a punishment because he said, look, there are other judge, retired judges who have also made similar statements. The court said that they cannot take that into account. Despite celebrating the order, some are also questioning whether the Supreme Court's order cuts the muster in purely legal terms. Did the court have the right to say that it would debar Bhushan from practicing for three years? Was the length of imprisonment for default that it set, that is three months, legally fair? Mr. Hegre explains why he believes that the verdict sets a wrong precedence. See, uh, despite me uh, being a supporter of Prashant Pushan on this particular case, saying that no contempt was made out, uh, the, uh, uh, there is a part of me which says that this, is, this one rupee sentence is a wrong precedent. The... Um, the default sentence. I, they, there are already there are already people who are questioning it in pure terms of law, because because under Section 65 uh, of the CRP, as far as sentencing goes, uh, in default, you can't sentence for more than one fourth of the maximum punishment. And uh, and here where the maximum punishment uh, is six months. Uh, this kind of th- three months thing doesn't wash. Then the, se- the second part of it is that as a default sentence, can you uh, prevent somebody from practicing? The, uh, in um, uh, uh, VC Mishra's case, the, court, uh, the Supreme Court has had said that you can't use 142 to take away somebody's license to practice. Now, uh, and it was on the footing that the bar council was the ultimate authority by statute. Now, if you can't do it under 142, can you oh, threaten it uh, to impose it by by means of a default sentence? In any event, they, uh, a one rupee fine uh, as a sentence uh, which can only now be stayed in a review sends its own message. I am not sure that it is a good message. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, GeoSavan and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts. 